0: Hi, you're listening to the Inside Family Law Podcast, and I'm here at the AFCC conference live um, with Darren Mort. Hi. So Darren, what do you do?
1: I'm a family law barrister, Mm -hmm. but I'm also an actor and a producer and now an author.
0: So tell me about, I'm very interested in this kind of co-career. This is like the era of the (laughs) slashy, you know, everyone's (laughs) this slash, this slash, this. What do you... How did that all work out in your career? Was that a plan to always, you know, do law and the work in the arts or did it just kind of unfold? Um,
1: yeah, it really unfolded. I was um, I initially did law um, biomedicine because I didn't know what I wanted to do and then once I finished the degree, I actually auditioned. One of my mates was auditioning for a show, a musical, and I auditioned as well and I got in and um, a casting consultant approached me after the show and asked me whether I'd be interested in doing commercials and I thought, oh, that's pretty cool. and Then I got a contract doing commercials and then I thought, I'd better go and learn how to be an actor. So I ended up at the College of the Arts doing film and television and did a course and then got an agent and the rest is history.
0: And all through doing all this, were you also working as well? Yes,
1: I was working, yeah, Yeah. all through it. And so I went to the bar pretty early. I was only a solicitor for about a year and a half Mm -hmm. and I've been at the bar now 31 years. And the last five years um, have been interesting because there's actually been... Uh, I've hit the crossroads in terms of my law and my creative endeavours.
0: Okay, so tell me about like, this sort of way you've found to combine both the, the yeah, your sure. creativity and your legal sure. work.
1: So I was on the Family Law Bar um, Association Committee and I was invited to be a member of the Domestic Violence Task Force Committee mm-hmm. reporting to the Royal Commission mm-hmm. on Family Violence. And I was on that committee. and. I walked away from that committee and I thought, there is something really lacking in terms of us as lawyers, as social workers, um, as psychologists, as judges, thinking outside the square how we can help families. So. I went away and I had a good story and I produced a film called Degree of Separation, which was a low budget short film. Mm -hmm. However, that short film really resonated throughout the community. It was um, accepted into 24 international festivals and we won seven Best Film Awards. And so that really gave me a lot of heart and soul. And as a result of that, I thought, let's focus on the kids. So we set up a charity called To Be Loved Network and which gives children a voice, navigating parental separation and divorce. And our aim is to produce resources to help those kids and, and, and families. So it's, it's a measure of taking um, things outside the court realm because the court realm is limited in resources and has some inabilities really to help families. Um, I think it's a last resort. Mm. So, um, so what we did was I wrote a screenplay um, called Tommy. And from the screenplay, I wrote a book.
0: Okay, so do you want to tell me about, so this is a re- your recent project, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah, so um, Tommy was just launched in State Parliament in May and um, Dee McWherter, who's the Assistant Commissioner, Family Violence Command, um, assisted by um, launching it um, at Parliament House, which was cool. Um, but Tommy's about a little kid who... Um, is really, he's from a separated household. Um, he loves his mum, he loves his dad, and but on his wish list he really wants them to get back together. Um, mm. But we know that that's not going to happen. Mm. Um, but importantly, the book focuses on the fact that Tommy thinks it's his fault. And so to address his feelings, he has actually dissociated and he imagines a friend called Tiger Terry, who's this you know, cuddly tiger um, that he downloads to and um, it takes him on adventures and addresses his anxieties and confusion. And, and what we see throughout the, um, the book, which is different than the film, what we see is um, the parents starting to gain some insight in terms of their behaviour and how they can better parent Tommy and prioritise his needs. So with the help of Tiger Terry, um, the book comes to a resolution um, by assisting Tommy in that way.
0: That's really beautiful. So do you want to tell me a bit more about um, this To Be Loved network and what else it does? The impro- yeah. yeah,
1: sure. So last September, we got full DGR status, which is donor gift recipient. So um, that was a bit of a challenge because that's not easily given out by the government, um, highly regulated. So um, it just means that when people donate money, um, they get a full tax deduction for it. So we set up a website, um, to be lo- um, tobeloved.org.au. Mm-hmm and um, the, uh, the charter or our mission statement is, as I said, to produce resources to help kids. Mm. Um, so we look at ourselves as a middle Um, a middle sort of um, tier in terms of all these influences like um, um, relationship centres, lawyers, um, parents, um, doctors, um, all sorts of people um, coming to us to ask us to produce resources for them or using the resources that we have produced to assist them in terms of training either um, other um, key influences or using the resources as tools to, to educate families and, and kids.
0: Fantastic. Um, and are you still working as well as a barrister? At yeah. And, all, and I was going to say, do you, do you have 36 hours a day? I don't know.
1: <laughs> all my friends, all my friends um, say there must be two of me, but no, I've got a wonderful family and wife who supports me and um, I try to balance things up. I've, I'm on tour at the end of the year with the play I'm doing um, so yeah, it's really busy. I'm in a musical at the moment. Um, and I'm doing a course, a musical theatre course, which I got into, which is fantastic. So it's um, it's really busy. It's yeah. really busy, Zoe. <laughs>
0: and how what are you seeing, like in terms of like at the coalface, so I'm putting you on the spot here. Every interviewee gets one question on the spot. Yep. Um, as a barrister in family law, like are there certain like things you're seeing which you're going, oh, that's a bit you know, just things that you wish could be done differently or yeah. not necessarily like reform as such in an official sense, but you know what I mean, like trends you're seeing in the way matters are being run or yeah. from, from your opponent or, you know what I mean, or just any thoughts you have about family law Yeah, so,
1: Yeah, so two things at the coalface which disturb me is that pe- people use the courts as a, a forum to abuse their ex-partners. Mm-hmm. See a lot of systems abuse, which is overlooked, I think, in a lot of cases. Um, and the other thing that really bugs me is that children don't, don't have an adequate presence in the court. If I was a judge, I'd say you mother stand up, you father stand up, I want you to deliver me a photograph of your children um, to my chambers and I'm going to staple that to the inside cover of your file so that every time I open up that folder I will see your children and that's who I'm going to judge on at the end of the day. And I also want you to bring those kids into my chambers because I want to introduce myself and let them know that if mum and dad can't make a decision that I'm charged with it. That's what I'd like to happen.
0: And I think in other jurisdictions, it is that the, the whole judges meeting children thing is not—you know—it's done more often in other jurisdictions It than is. New
1: Zealand does it all mm. the time. Mm. Um, there are there are states in um, in America that do it all the time as well. But for some reason here, it's not done, um, or judges might be feeling they're not equipped to do that, or I, I don't know what the reason is. But I, I think
0: children are more distanced from it. Is yeah, that, yeah, I think
1: people need to be a little bit more chilled out, as they are with their kids naturally, and just and just, um, just talk to kids. Mm. Just make them feel that they're they're important and that they mm. count for something. Because often you go to court and it's, which parent's got the biggest bucket of mud? You know, which doesn't help the kid. Mm. So the kid is lost, the kid is smeared with that mud. We are totally lost about the kid and we judge people on who's able to throw the best who's bucket. Who's
0: winning, yeah, yeah, who's winning.
1: And it's yeah. not about that, mm. not about not that. It's not a competitive sport. It's not That's a competitive thing. sport. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we don't pick up the kid and run. You know, <laughs> till we get holding the holding the man. We just we we need to we need to focus more on kids.
0: And I like your this this chilled out thing. So maybe we do need to relax things a bit more. It's interesting what yeah. you say. Yeah. yeah. I think we do. Look, thank you so much. Um so how can listeners who are listening to you um get get a hold of this book, this Tommy and Tiger um Terry book? Where do, yeah. where do they get that from?
1: Well, um, uh, we're just about to go into stores but at the moment go to our website um, it's quite clear you can buy the book from there um, we've got all the facilities set up and it's um, the website is to be loved all mm-hmm. under uh, all um, under case no capitals to be and people could also donate to
0: your organisation they now. can
1: buy yep. the website as well and it's all tax deductible
0: thank you very much well look thank thanks, you Sally. very much Darren Mort um, and enjoy the conference
1: thanks for having me
0: thanks <laughs>